go out to LA. Somebody need to do a song for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward, Yo, yo, beautiful people out there. Uh, BTG for president. Welcome back. So this past weekend was cool. It was cool, man. A lot of family time. No tournament, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, dealing with it was a lot of basketball going on this this weekend uh, with the NBA. Of course, if y'all listen to my... Um, to yesterday's show of open run, you know, I broke everything down. But the weekend was great because uh, we had a lot of activities. We had a lot of activities starting Saturday evening. Uh, but it was a, a mixture of emotions. Uh, post-traumatic syndrome, <laughs> that kicked in. That kicked in twice this weekend. Saturday evening and Sunday and Sunday evening. Kicked in that, 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 mm, when you just remember shit from the past, shit that's just bothering you, and I must say, man, I dealt with it. I dealt with it all right, but it's I gotta. You, we can't keep shit internal. But I did let it out. I talked to my wife about it. So Saturday night, you know, um, we have we have three huge soccer fields out here, and uh, two of them are across from each other, and uh, we went to. We went to one of the um, we went to one of the soccer fields because they were having a fair, a huge fair that they have every year. My son has been to like one or two of them or something like that, or has gone every year since we moved out there. This was this was me and my wife first time actually going. So you know we we link up with fam and friends. We walk, talk, and stuff like that. I had an edible um, that I took or whatever because I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be on cloud nine when I was out there. And it was, you know, they were going to have a fireworks show. They had a fireworks show. If you follow my IG, uh, you probably seen some things. And, um, and I was good. And I was good. I was good up until we had to go into the crowd. So we went into the crowd. Um, you know, we found our little spot where we set our little blankets up and our little, you know, our little, our little spot where we was going to be chilling at for the uh, fireworks show. We didn't bring any money. Me and my wife, we don't. We gotta, we gotta do better as, as as people. But we didn't have any cash on us, and that's what they were taking. Both of the ATMs were down, so it was just, it, it just, it started off pretty bad. Started off pretty bad, but I just remember, man. Um, and this was the uh, the first time that 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 PTSD kicked in. Uh, I was walking with Bailey. Um, well, first I was walking with with my with my son Case, and we was trying to get him some tickets or whatever. But we couldn't um, we couldn't find an ATM or anything like that. So then I called my wife, and they had relocated. Now we had to go find them. Then we actually went to go find them. Um, and then as we were walking back. The sheriff started, you know, the sheriff ran past us, like, and the sheriffs were thick. And just to let you guys know, where we stay at, they don't play around. 
their response is extremely quick. If there's something going on, they respond hella fast. We don't have any gangs out there, but we saw a gang of kids that were dressed like they bang or whatever. And, you know, me and my wife, we laugh all the time because it's like, you niggas ain't. But come to find out, it was a lot of cats out there that was from L.A. that came out there because they heard up the fair. So there ended up being a situation where there was a, a you know, an altercation that had to do with some young niggas acting up and shit like that. And the, and the sheriffs responded to it. Mind you, it's the sheriffs up there, not the police, the sheriffs. So I felt a little safe. But at the same time, I still had these thoughts. So I'm, I got Bailey. She on top of my shoulders because she's small for her age. But at the same time, I, you know, when you holding a child for a long time, they start getting heavier and heavier. My fear is walking with her, holding her hand, and she slips away into the crowd. That's my fear. My fear is my kids getting kidnapped or some shit like that, to tell you the truth, just overall. I have a huge fear of that, and I have a huge fear of drunk drivers and things like that. And I need to do better at that because I don't want to put that shit in the atmosphere and it becomes true. But, um, you know, I don't want to hold her hand in a crowd, even when we're at the mall or something like that. You know, and she's a little active little thing, you know. Um, when I put her in her, in her, you know, in a stroller or whatever, I make sure she's locked up, you know, cause I just have that. And I've seen movies where kids were getting snatched and we had two incidents like, uh, uh, some months ago where two people were attempted to try to steal, you know, kidnap two kids. Um, and the shit just been stuck in my head. So I got her on top of my head and I'm walking with her and things like that. And I'm looking around, it's just a gang of people <laughs> and, I'm an outgoing person. I can talk just to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I can sit and have a dialogue with anybody, right? But I'm looking around. One thing that you need to know about me is I don't like to be around a lot of people. I, as I've grown older, I don't like to be around a lot of people at all. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's, I, you know what? I take that back. It's not, not overall. It's the type of setting. So because we're at a fair and there's a very diverse crowd, the first thing that popped in my head was a mass shooting. That's the first thing that popped in my head. And I, it kept replaying in my head. And, and, my, and I thought it would have been crazy, so I didn't mention to my wife until my wife brought it up. You know what I'm saying? We was like, But we're, we were on the same page. Um, once we got back to our spot, um, you know, we got there. Got back to our spot. We watched the fireworks. The fireworks were dope. And I'm like, but this would be the time where somebody would start shooting during the fireworks. You know what I'm saying? Because it blends in with the whole firework uh, sound. But the fireworks went smoothly. The ending was dope. And soon that soon as the ending was over, we left. And that's when I had a little sense of relief. You know what I mean? I was good. Um we go to bed, we wake up the next day, we can't stay in the bed that long because we got two birthday parties to get to, you know what I'm saying? And we, we get to the one birthday party, you know what I'm saying? We chill and knock that out. And then we got to get to the second birthday party, which is my father, my father-in-law. Happy birthday to him. Uh, I think he just turned a big 6-0, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it was in L.A., Barton G's, and uh, we, went, we went to go eat. Now, on the way there... On the way there, um, you know, my son got in the car with me. Bailey rode with my uh, with my wife, and you know, so we can get in the carpool lane just in case anything, 
you know, any traffic pop up, we can go in the carpool lane and, you know, things like that. Because nine times out of 10, when I'm driving, I'm, I'm, I'm by myself. So I'm not, I can't normally get into the, to the carpool lane. Um, so yeah, we floating, we get near LA, near downtown LA and the sheriff's were behind me. Now, I don't know how the sheriffs are in other cities and states, but usually when the sheriffs are, you know, in the in the area, they're not really worried about, you know, pulling you over on the freeway or anything like that unless they suspect something. Usually they're looking for dope of guns. That's the sheriff. Now, the the highway patrol and the LAPD, that's a whole totally different story. Them niggas will pull you over quick. With, with no reason at all. Broken tail, like, what you doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? But as far as the sheriffs, no, nah, we really don't be nervous about them because we know they looking for the major shit. But this this particular time, you know what I'm saying, yesterday, um, well, Sunday, and I'm, I'm, I'm right behind, I'm actually behind my wife. We're in the carpool lane, and I'm behind my wife. And we're going under the speed limit. We're going about, like, 70... I think we're going about like, yeah, we're going about like 70, 72 or something like that. And fluid traffic, they get, they was behind me for a solid five minutes. That's a long time on the freeway. Five minutes on the freeway is a long time. And so I kept looking, kept looking, kept looking. I put my phone down or whether I usually have it in my lap, you know, just in case I want to change songs or change podcasts or something like that. And I'm just nervous, man, because you already know our history of the past couple of years with the police being pulled over with or without somebody being in there. And I'm like, this is my family. And I'm, the first thing that popped in my head was like, if I get pulled over, I'm going to have to put my wife on speaker. You know, so she can know to get off the freeway, but I don't want her to come because I don't want her to be involved, but I don't want her to leave me, but I do want her near. It's just crazy. Like as a look, as a father, as a husband, as a black man, it's a lot of shit that goes on through your head when you get pulled over. I didn't get pulled over, but that fear, though, which a lot of white folks don't understand. If I got any white folks listening to this episode, please hear hear me when I when I say this. Anytime an officer gets behind us, they could be a goddamn security guard and we don't figure it out fast enough and we see it and they, they look like they're LAPD or the sheriffs or highway patrol, we get nervous. Nervous. I'm talking about scared to the point where we'll cut down the radio. We'll put our phone like somewhere where, you know, like, cause we don't want to get pulled over and they make an excuse like we saw you on your phone. So we try to put it in a place where it looks like we, you know, we, we not touching it or whatever, but we just get nervous, nervous. And it shouldn't be like that, but that's the history. You know, that's the history everywhere, but that's really the history out here in LA. You know, um, got behind us. I was shook. But I kept my head straight. I looked, you know, from time to time, I looked in the rear view just to, you know, and I felt like they ran my plates. Um, and they probably did. They probably did. But I'm not sure why the sheriffs would have pulled me over. That's another thing. Now, you got to keep that in mind. Like I said, sheriffs pull you over. They're looking for doping guns. <laughs> or you fit the description. You know, LAPD pull you over or Highway Patrol. Nigga, it's a 50-50. You either going to get out of this or you're going to get in trouble. 
So I was nervous, man. But we ended up making it to L.A. We ended up making it to L.A. to our dinner reservations, Barton G's. That was my first time going. If you haven't been there, you need to go there. Their, mac and, their lobster mac and cheese is phenomenal. They have $175 ice cream. They have a $250 steak. Um, and then everything is like a presentation with their entrees and desserts. For example, I got popcorn shrimp. They And my son got the same thing. They actually bring out a popcorn maker with popcorn and popcorn shrimp inside. Uh, my wife got the lobster, the lobster mac and cheese, and it came in a mousetrap, a huge mousetrap. Like I said, if you guys follow me on IG, you'll probably be able to see it. Um, what else? Uh, for dessert, you know, we got the funnel cakes, and it came with like a like a carnival fair type game where you shoot the ducks or whatever and in that type of uh item or whatever the box or whatever so it's very artistic you know you i seen these huge life-size forks and knives that was uh a part of someone's entree that was next to us it was a kid's birthday behind us and it was like this you know life-size goddamn uh cotton candy but the cotton candy wasn't his. It was the cake that was next to it. Uh, there was a ice, there was a dessert called dollar dollar bill and it's a huge dollar bill. And then there's like a brick, like a gold brick and the dude melts it. You know what I'm saying? He puts on a, a welder mask and he melts the brick and it's like a cake. Um, it's other things. I, I, I couldn't catch everything else, but, um, I saw, oh, so, so when you, the, the 250, $250 steak is called move, move something, it's something with a cow or whatever, but it comes with a goddamn lawnmower. <laughs> oh my God. All you heard was you, you could tell who got the $250 steak because you heard the lawnmower. I heard like two of them. So it's some real baller shit up in there. <laughs> if you, if, if you spending $250 on the steak, that's some real baller shit. I got to taste it though. I ain't going to lie. If my wife is listening, sweetie plum pie, sweetie, I got to taste that $250 steak and I got to taste that $175 ice cream. I have to. Like, we could have crazy sex after that because, I mean, we got to. We have to taste that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, it, I'm not going to lie. It, I'm not going to say it could be overrated because the food that I had, that shit was phenomenal. That mac and cheese, there wasn't a lot of it. Oh, that shit was awesome. That shit was awesome. Whoever made that mac and cheese can definitely come to the cookout. That shit was good. And, and shout out to my boy, Will, his mama, Mama Shell. She, 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 the, you know, basically my, my close friends that's in the group chat, the fellas. She's basically the mother of all mothers. You know what I'm saying? And she makes the best mac and cheese I've ever made in my, that I've ever had in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like her mac and cheese is fire. I always rank her very high, but that mac and cheese at Barton G's, man, is definitely in competition. So Mama Shell, I'm just saying, I'm just saying that mac and cheese was fire. Um, and then it ended off on, um, on a, on a, on a, on a messy note. Well, I ain't gonna say messy. I don't want to make it sound like that, but I forgot to mention that I did tell you guys that we went to a party 
prior to that. So, you know, it was one of my nephews, his party or whatever. It was his birthday. And, you know, we had barbecue. You know, it was barbecue. His parents made some hot links and, you know, all kind of shit. And he really had hot links. And I had two of them. And it was, oh, man, them joints was fire. They were so good, I didn't even put no sauce on them. But they was a little spicy, which I don't know is I don't do spicy food. Spicy food messes my stomach up. I can eat spicy food, but I know I'm going to pay for it later on. It's kind of like a cat that's lactose intolerance. They could eat ice cream. They could drink milk. That shit going to mess them up later on. That's the same thing what happens with me with spicy food. And it could be the, it could be a hint of spice. Like it's, it's crazy because I could do certain hot sauces, but I can't do spicy at all. I can't do spicy at all. No spicy chicken. No, none of that. Um, but these links, I asked him, I said, are these mild? He said, yeah, they mild. They probably got a little kick to them. Anytime a black person say it's a little kick to it, that shit is a lot of kick, you know, but my, I got a sensitive stomach and I got a sensitive nose, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't like a game. I don't like going in Bath and Body Works because I don't like going near the candles because the shit, it just fucks my whole nose up. Um, same thing with spices, man. I can't really eat spicy food because it messes up my stomach, but I ate those two links on the way to the next party. So I was all, you know, I was damn near full. That's why I didn't eat a lot when I got to Barton G's. Um, and boy, when we went to Valet to get our cars, my stomach started rumbling. And I was 18 minutes away from work. I was going to work right after that. And, and where, where my job was at, the site that I was going to wasn't that far. It wasn't really 18 minutes apart. I mean, you know, 18 minutes apart is the fact that it was a lot of traffic. I am, I drive, I drive a Prius. You know, my, my wife got the Jeep. I drive a Prius. I was swerving that little shit. I was in and out of traffic, you know, gutter lane, all kind of shit. Got to work an hour early. You know what I'm saying? And I just went on the side. I told my staff that I was relieving because I don't, I'm not supposed to start until nine. I said, look, I'm going to be here. So you could just finish up. You could leave early, but I got to get this system. I got to get this out of my system. And boy, 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 a turtle was peeking out of the shell. You know what I'm saying? The turtle, the turtle was peeking out of the shell and I almost didn't make it. Uh, it, it could have been a shit catastrophe. I tell you this right now. Um, and that was it. That was my weekend. That was my weekend. Uh, this weekend we're going to Vegas, summer league. My wife going to a bachelorette, you know, the, you know what they do, the events and shit like that. They probably going to go see some gay strippers. Nothing wrong with gay. I just had a gay episode. Did y'all check that out? Shout out to my boy Pip Lily. Pip Lily, I'm shouting you out again because we got to do a show. Um, you know, the last show trigger the trigger word was gay. I think because we gotta have, we gotta sit down and have a conversation. And shout out to Lil Nas X. He just said he was gay. He just came out. So we gonna see how that rock. Um, but other than that, yeah, uh, that weekend was very it was very stressful, but very fun at the same time. And I think like what did we learn today? Like how to balance shit, you know, and get you some edibles. I re-upped and got me more some some sour belts. And let me tell you, those 300, I think they three or 350 milligrams. Get, all you got to do is just take one. And I'm out of there. Anybody that follow me on social media, anytime you see me post a plane or a rocket ship, you already know what it is. Shout out to my boy, King Kuta in the Slack, Black on Both Sides podcast. Um, 
Yeah, we, we get down with the edibles. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sticking with that. I could have got some gummy bears, but the dude said, man, you know, I don't know how to gauge, you know, because he's like, if you're a lightweight, i like, bro, I'm a lightweight, but I know what I could take. He's like, yeah, but these gummy bears are different. You might have to take one or two. I said, nah, anytime you got to talk about taking multiple of anything that's going to get you high, I'm cool. Let, let me stick with these sour belts and I'm going to do one and I'm good. And I'm good. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, I grew up around a gang of smokers. And I hate to say it like that. So I'm going to say a gang of weed heads. Because <laughs> smokers, you could be anything. But I grew up around a gang of smokers. My mom even smoked weed. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she did it casually when she was home on the weekend. You know, she didn't smoke during the weekday, you know, when she had to go to work. But she smoked during the weekend. Yep. Um... My older brother smoked weed as long as I've been knowing him. <laughs> my younger brother smoked weed. My my homies, my boy Keon, you know what I'm saying? All these cats have been smoking weed longer than I, I have. I just started. I ain't going to lie now. I've had my moments where I've dibble-dabbed, but I didn't, have a, I didn't have an official career until, like, my late 30s, you know? Yeah, I, I did have it, you know, somewhere in my 20s where I didn't inhale, Clinton. <laughs> But, um, no, I actually prefer these edibles, though. You just got to be careful with these shits. You know what I'm saying? I haven't had any wrong or bad uh, experiences with the edibles. I actually had a, a terrible experience uh, smoking a whole joint, which is on one, of my, or one or two of my previous episodes that I, that I said. It's called Wedding Cake. Anybody come to L.A. and they get some shit called Wedding Cake, be careful. Please be careful. That Wedding Cake shit is, that shit is crazy. But anyhow... The point I was getting to was that sour belt, you take one sour belt, man, and, and that shit just, you get good sleep, bro. You fly, you flying, astronaut shit. Astronaut shit on autopilot, I'm telling you right now. So um, I'll see y'all next week, man, and hopefully we got some uh, some good news. Kawhi's on the way. <laughs>